When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 357 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, on occasion by my mainest man, the pride of Oak Park and River Forest High School in Chicago, Illinois, Willie Saylor. To my left, special guest, Flow Films producer, Funkamaniac, once beat Joe Dubuque, Mark Bader. <laughs> he gets embarrassed that I bring that I up. I lost twice. But it happened. I would, I would introduce, if I beat Joe Dubuque in, in anything, ping pong, I would probably just lead with that in every... Hey, Christian Piles beat Joe Dubuque. Just no, in all. If Christian, if you, if Christian beat Joe Dubuque, this show would be called "I Beat Joe Dubuque Radio Live." <laughs> it would be called "I." It would be Christian Piles beat Joe Dubuque Radio Live. Okay, so thank you so much. So sorry. So Bader's here. Bracky's What's up, guys? In the in the hanging out, chilling. And yes, many of you have asked. And yes, we will have Alien Hour with Kyle Bracky. It is quickly becoming um, your favorite segment. Um, and we started a movement, or I should say Kyle started a movement with the Avril thing. It has gone mainstream, and uh, we'll, uh, Kyle can provide that update later. Is she dead or no? Of course of course she's dead. Okay. Ba- of course she's I, dead. I, have, I haven't watched the show. In, well, in thanks. Thanks for your support. I mean, I love you guys, but I cl- changed the diapers and stuff. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mark Bader, you're here because tomorrow we are dropping a flow film about our friend, your dear friend. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Askren. He fights Saturday. It's a huge weekend. I I am uh I'm I'm very excited about it, but I'm really excited for this film to drop noon central tomorrow live and then seven. It's the only way you can watch it tomorrow. So make plans. Quit I would quit your job, personally. Just quit so you can watch it. Um Yeah. Take some time. Check it out. It's good. But, but talk to us a little bit about the film. Why are you excited about it? Why should uh the people at home watch this? Um, I mean I'm excited. I mean, it tells the story of Ben Askin, who who I've been really close to him, but I, I at, at the same time been a big fan. And um, he's done things differently. His wrestling's been different. His personality's been different, and kind of how he got to be where he is. Um, it's like it in the sense of we dig deep into somebody's life. It's like some you know basically all the other flow films. Um, and you kind of you know, and he's he's got this trash talking or this big personality and it kind of you hear from his high school coach about you know he used to be quiet and this and that in class and then like then when you got him in the wrestling realm holy smokes this guy rubber chickens and briefcases and and how his personality just kind of evolved alongside that how his maybe even first how his how his style 
evolved and I'm too slow and I'm not strong enough and guys are getting into my legs and the rest is history. I, I heard the story that he, he, you know, he has told me, you know, he was weighed 130 pounds and was very fat. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then I <laughs> saw the video. He was a fat person. He was a fat little kid. He was a fat kid. And like, the, to me, that is like the biggest signal that he was going to have success. The fact that he was how old and he decided 10 or I'm gonna, he was like 10, 11, 12. And he's like, I need to lose some weight. Well, and he lost 30 pounds. That is unbelievable. If you look at him today, you know, he doesn't even in the Olympics, 163, which is like the thinnest I ever saw him. Yeah. He still has this like. I'm sure tomorrow or this this weekend fighting at 170, he's gonna have like a little round thing on his hips. He's like he is a fat person body. You know how some people are just large kind of by yeah. nature, and and he lost all that, but it's like still this this body of a a man who should be fat or could be. You if know? he let himself go, it would be problematic. He was now he, he barely yeah. let himself go. You know after the fight and his retirement fight in Singapore, and it was about. Just about a year, I think. Um, until he was like, housing a lot of bread at your wedding. He was. I was concerned I think about. He told Midlands. me he was. Does he say two hundred nine was his top? Sorry to throw you under the bus, Ben. If that's the case, but I think at some point, and that's like, think about if it had gone on for a year, two, three, four, five, ten. We should be thanking Dana White. He may have <laughs> saved Ben's life. So, hey, did you throughout the course of, of making this film, you knew you hosted Ben on his like recruiting trip. So you've known Ben what? 50? 15, 15 16 years, we'll say. Um, was there anything you learned about Ben throughout the, the filming of this, through, through interviewing him or interviewing coaches? Mm. You were there for a lot of it. A lot of the stuff you're yeah, asking. Yeah, so it's funny. About. It's funny because most of the time you go into these films, um, I take like Colot, for example. The first time I ever talked to Kerry Colot was when I, I, you know, got his number somehow and called him and I was like, hey, this is Mark Bader from Flow. We got these films we could be doing on you and this and that. So I learned a lot about Kerry through the whole process and especially spending right. a couple days with him. Um, I basically knew the story we wanted to tell here. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot that surprised me. Um, there was one thing um, and it, it's not in the film because we're essentially done with it, some small corrections going on and, and, and tweaks. But he said, and in, in we went back and interviewed him um, in December, I think, you know, so we could talk about the UFC and, and everything else to kind of have one final interview. And, and, and near, you know, we just kept going. I'm kind of done, but I'm kind of just wanting to just yeah. keep it going, see if not something else will pop out. And, and uh, he's like, you know what? He's like, lately... I, you know he's a well-read and he's a talented guy everybody kind of gets he's like lately I've been, I don't know maybe I'm crazy I just have this feeling like I'm I'm here for a greater purpose I'm here for a higher purpose I don't know exactly how he said it but he was basically like I'm here I, I'm my purpose to be is to be impactful and I don't know exactly how where that is and what that I don't know even if message is the right word because he was pretty vague about it but that was one thing that that was really interesting to me. I think he said he had only told his wife, and I'm only sharing it because he shared it on camera, and I'm sure we'll have, um, <coughs> you know, we'll have uh, snippets come out afterwards, and that'll probably be part of it. But um, that was interesting, you know. That was really interesting. Well, That's he's definitely having a huge impact with, um, you know, with his coaching and, and whatnot. What, what's been interesting to me, and I, obviously, you know, we at Flow have a special connection with Ben, yeah. and, and you know, he's our friend. He's been part of, oh, not part of Flow. Technically, but but really he has. I mean, that's the thing. I I feel like Ben is a big part of why Flo was able. I mean, 
him allowing Martin to kind of embed himself with him and yeah. follow the biggest star in wrestling at the time and that kind of access. And you give Coach Smith a lot of credit for yeah. for that yeah. as well. Um, kind of really, I mean, it, it had me on flow every single day just praying that something from Ben Askren would go up. Um, but my question is, and what, what has been interesting is like, now that Ben is in the UFC, he's got all this like mainstream interest and people like seem to like love him or find he's polarizing to me it's like well of course and it's why i was so annoyed all along why is this guy not getting his shot what what was dana thinking all these years like this is a guy you have all these idiots in there who can barely string sentences together these fake wannabe trash talkers that they just said they make fools of themselves there's a couple mcgregors right there's some guys that are really really good at it and and building fights but most of these guys stink and you've got Ben, who will make you pick a side every single time. Now it's like so obvious, right? And then as soon as he gets any mainstream attention, which he would have had if he was in the UFC ten years ago, uh, it would have been like this. They could have had a, a, a star welterweight for ten years. I'm like, what were you thinking? I, I don't know. That's first, how I've been. Thinking. First of all, I think um, he should have been in the UFC long ago. Or, or there's, you know, that that seems obvious. But his trash talking, or whatever you want to call it, that he's doing these days. It's it's evolved and it's gotten better. And I was at his fights early on. I mean, his first couple fights in Bellator, um, he 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 gets this kid Ryan Thomas in some kind of head headlock, or you know he chokes him. But the the kid never tapped, but the ref stops it, mm -hmm. right? And uh, and it was like this controversy. And as soon as they tap, you know the ref stopped it. He's like, I'm I'm fine. And I'm you know, I was like, wow, okay. And then they get in the press conference afterwards, and Ben starts chirping at him, and everybody's like, what? And but it wasn't the same kind of level that it is now. It was like. Just said like his fighting was probably at a I don't know a six back then and is closer to a ten now. Um, his his trash talking and his his whatever else wasn't where it is now. And I'm not saying that's what kept know. him He's out of the UFC. Freaking good. I'm telling you, this is how I've seen it. When I saw him at this UFC press conference. I don't know a month ago, two months ago, recently, and and all the stuff he's done since. He's been into the UFC. It's like oh my god, he's unleashing a beast that I've never seen in a way I've never seen it. Verbally, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think I think it's evolved too. Um, Bader, do you think that he's like actively worked on it, or he's just gotten better at it? I think he's probably just gotten better at it. But I mean, um, I know he's friends with Chael, and I think that's the kind of thing Chael actively works on, or at least thinks yeah. about. Right? You don't have to like stand in the mirror and, and practice it. But I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if stuff rattles around in his head, and um, yeah, he's kind of surprised. Me yeah. He, if he if he tried to get better at it you know and, and another thing too about why it wasn't been in there i mean <clears throat> he was good enough mm -hmm. uh his his persona is good his trash talk's good um but he made an interesting statement on his podcast um a couple days ago i listened to it yesterday um that they the ufc is surprised that he's so receptive uh, he's so People on like the him. ball okay like, well no like like yeah, he on answers email and he shows up on time and he, <laughs> he emails them for he emails them and says hey uh my flight for this and that and he said the representatives at usc are like you are the greatest thing ever because <laughs> they have they have like a roster of 300 jabronis that just are not like communicative yeah so what i'm saying what i'm saying is he's a pro right he's not gonna 100%. miss weight they took a lot of criticism for guys missing weight and stuff mm -hmm. like that they take a lot of criticism for guys <laughs> missing um a media day or whatever um 
that's a, that's another attribute that Ben has. Well, you know, I think what one thing that contribute, you know, UFC is is a very successful organization for sure, and they could they could obviously afford to not have Ben Askren. And when you call Dana White a liar about what he said about <laughs> drug testing, and Dana was lying, Dana, you were lying about that. You can drug test these athletes because you are now. Yeah. Um, but I think if you if you he was calling them out, he's like, we don't, I don't have to deal with this guy. Yeah. And I don't want him in my organization. It, 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 Ben's kind of said this, right? It's it's he, he they you know probably didn't want somebody coming straight from Bellator potentially winning and then saying, look, see the best guys do come from Bellator. That's true. On too. top of that, just like I said, his his um, talking has evolved, his fighting has evolved, and it was kind of boring back then. It was more take you down, and and hold you and, and punch you with these little pillow punches. And now he's he's found better ways to. Uh, 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 pound and ground, I guess, ground and pound guys and, and beat them up on the ground rather than just like constantly trying for submissions and it kind of looks boring. Um, and I'm really, I'm interested to see his stand-up. I don't think he's going to go out and try to go toe-to-toe and trade with Robbie Lawler, but I think um, he might not get hit as much as people think. And maybe he will, right? And that's what's like, that's why I'm going to watch. I, what's, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and what's what's interesting, I mean, you talk about his evolution there, and, that, and that's what Ben Askren. I think more than anything, he's he's a guy who evolves. But um, looking at his last couple of fights, TKO, TKO, submission, unanimous decision, uh, TKO, submission, TKO, TKO. Um, those are his last whatever ten fights or so. He's finishing fights, so uh, definitely a lot of evolution there. A lot um, of them were ugly too. Yeah, he just embarrasses these guys. And and and, and I'll t- I'll take a step back and say these guys aren't top ten fighters. Uh, most of them. Maybe if you go back to his last ten fights, maybe. But you know, and he'll sure. say this, right? He's, he's yeah, he knows. Yeah, he's making money, not taking damage, not fighting. Shinya Aoki is a legend, probably on the back half of his career, the last guy he fought. But yeah, it's an interesting matchup, Bader. Everybody says, you know, as soon as it was announced, that um, everybody said Lawler's probably the guy in the division that presents the most challenges to Ben's style. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you have to think if Ben if Ben wins, if he beats Lawler, then man, he got to be feeling pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah, and and it is probably one of the tougher challenges. Um, I think we we were just kind of talking off 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 camera yeah. before this. Like, it's like Ben's trained with all these guys, and he's trained with Lawler, and it's been it's been years. So don't get me wrong here, but you know, how am I gonna do? Is Ben gonna be all right? It's like, man, he's he's trained with Tyron Woodley. He's trained with. A lot of the best guys in that's division and, and other divisions, and he knows he stacks up. It's like if I'm if I wrestle for Buffalo Gap, um, but I'm training in the Penn State Nittany Lion Room every day and, and hanging with these guys, then you know what? I'm not Buffalo Gap level. No offense, Christian. Um, I, I'm I'm you know top notch level, ready to compete with anybody. But I've just been wrestling over in Virginia in high school, so nobody really knows how good I am. All right, all right. You got you got your gap digs in. I'll I just, mean, but for real, it's go like, gap go. Go Gap. Thank you. I hope Christian's high school does really well. Thanks, man. So in the piece, in the piece, Bader, getting back to Ben's wrestling, Mm -hmm. um, we, what do you focus on uh, on most? I mean, is it is it his life now? Is it the evolution of Funk? Um, it's 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 uh, it kind of takes you from from introduction to wrestling through through today, and I'd say the majority of it takes place from the time he's starts wrestling through college, you know, and then there's a big to do around the Jake Herbert match. Um, and, and it does get into his fighting. We went with him to Singapore, um, for his last retirement fight. Um, 
so and then there's some stuff with his family when you know we go out to Milwaukee and spend time with them but you know that's kind of a little collage but yeah the the the, the mo it's a it's a wrestling film right it's a wrestling documentary yep. with other things around it well that's cool um okay be awesome Bader it's awesome having you on um anything else you want to say about the film we're excited <sighs> it's gonna be good it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's like it, it was like a year. It's a year, year and a half in the making. Um, we kind of started making it, and then we put it on pause because uh, uh, some restructuring things here. And then it was like, hey, he's fighting. Boom, we got we got like a handful more interviews. Uh, Mike Ironman, I think, is is a really dynamic interview. I love this guy. You know, Jaden's dad, Jaden Cox's coach. Um, he spent a lot of time with with Ben back in two thousand three, four, five. Um, when they were like, and if you know anything about Mike Ironman, he's funky and crazy, and and put those two brains together, and it was, it was a really cool thing. Man, if I was, uh, Division One head coach, I'd be trying to get Mike Ironman on my freaking staff. You want to talk about a curveball, yeah. a game changer, someone that can that can mold a style around different wrestlers and and make stuff work. I mean, just look look at the fruit, look at what this guy has produced. I, I know what, that. I mean, Mike's been, Mike's been listen contacted. to how. Listen to how Ben Askren talks about him. Listen to what Jaden Cox says about this guy. I, Mike Ironman should be on. I mean, they, they, he should be courted. He should be a Division One coach. <clears throat> I think you, he, you know he, he he's he's been contacted by different schools. I think to to well one he he coaches at um Westminster, which is a D three school, I think. And I and I believe you know he's been talked to by some of the larger programs about potentially having an RTC capacity but nothing no nothing staff okay staff. I mean, I'm, I'm saying he should staff. be on staff I mean I mean here's the thing with Iowa you got Mark Perry you have a, a transcendent folk styler mm -hmm. he's the freestyle coach yeah. Mark Perry is someone that 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 I think he could really help the Hawkeyes if he was able to one he was a, was a good recruiter and two He's just got a different feel. I'm not saying that they should shake up their staff, but I'm just saying Mark Perry's a folk star. Mike Ironman, his stuff, and I'm not saying – I mean, he coached Jaden Cox. He's a two-time world medalist, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not saying all his stuff is just folk style. But I'm saying if I'm a D1 coach, I don't want this guy just straight RTC. I want him on staff. I want him working with these guys every single day. 100% agree. I wonder if, um, you know, Jaden – uh, still being in school has something to do with it. Maybe when Jaden graduates, That's Mike a good will point, take a will. job. That's a good Mike point. will take a job, you know, in a different geographic location. Yeah. If not, we'll just hire him as our as our full time coach, and we'll just we'll just make world and Olympic teams. Yeah. Watch, we'll get yeah. Nomad on the squad. Hey, he was he was my coach at at uh, when I wrestled and they won a national title. Yeah, which is yeah, that's pretty good. Thanks, well, I guess Joe was in my corner, but Mike was on the side yelling. And it was Mike. Yeah, it was all Mike. Those training camps. Mark Bader. Thanks, awesome, dude. Mark Bader. Hey, check it out. Uh, the Funk, Ben Askren tomorrow, noon and 7 Central, and then on demand Saturday. And, of course, Ben fights this weekend. Oh, Enjoy. man. Let's get together and watch Ben beat someone up. All right. Thanks, Mark Bader. Nomad's still here, guys. He's here. He's been sitting in the corner drinking water, and uh, he can't wait to join. Is he hydrating? He's hydrating. Yeah. He said, you know what? First things first, boys, I'm going to hydrate. Um, all right, Bracky, what's going on? How's Facebook doing? It's good. It, I'm excited about him fighting this weekend. Okay, I am too. I am. I'm very excited. I'm a little nervous. Really want him to win badly. What um, do you boys? What do you boys got going on for it? You got a, you got plans? Well, I just asked Bader. Bader's the party animal. He's like, oh, I think I'm gonna watch at home. So I don't know what we're gonna do. We gotta figure that I out. I mean, what? He's yeah. watching at home. 
listen, Vader, and right before we went live, he said, you know, the baby's almost potty trained now. I mean, he's really doing it, guys. He's, he's becoming of- an adult. I know. Now he is. I mean, why now? Why now? At 30, he's almost 40. Is now really the time, yeah. Vader? I mean, just, you know, stick stick with your brand. All right. Um, so I can't wait for the fight. Can't wait for you guys to watch the funk. Seems like everyone's really fired up about it on uh, on the internet, on the entire internet. So I wanted to go. I was, like, this close yeah. to going. But it's just. It was I a classic. Know. Going to everything. Yeah, you're always like, I'm going. I'm going. Look at you, I, you, I, you get on kayak, you got the tickets planned out, and then you just don't go. No, I really did. And, you know, it's affordable and everything. It's just with PIA, with, with conferences coming up at PIAA, it's not wise to travel for a few days. Yeah. Okay, sweetness. All right, where do we want to go now, Willie? Do you have any topics that are uh, burning a hole in your proverbial pocket? So yeah, there's a lot of topics burning a hole in my head. I don't know if I want. We want to get into it. Okay, got it. Well, if if it's if it's in question, then maybe perhaps we shouldn't. Um. Well, I mean, Hawkeye report is on fire about us saying that Spencer Lee wasn't sick, but they also lie about a lot of stuff. So oh. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Well, there you go. I don't know. Uh, I don't That's know if we got? want to get into it. But well, yeah, well, I mean, we got we got other stuff. Um, hey, you know, Earl brought up a good point yesterday. Earl from the Open Mat. Uh, I said I I, I tweeted something like, uh, well, Chris Chris Ayers from Princeton tweeted that he, you know, why do college coaches and I, and we said this a long time ago? Yeah. Why do college coaches rank? Guys, number one, they have a job to do. In case you missed it, they have to coach up guys. They have to travel. They have to do their job. And then on top of that, you're relying on them to have an accurate ranking for which to seed from. So that means that they have to know every result that ever happened this season. And I, I won't say who it was, but... I'm sitting with a college coach last weekend and we were talking about the same thing. And he's like, I hate doing it. I don't want He's He actually said no college coach wants to do this. It's stupid. Um, All right. So one, they're, they're not able to do the job properly because if they're doing the job properly, they're literally neglecting their actual job, which is to coach wrestlers. Well. Yes. Two, there is not a more biased source of ranking. The whole point of a ranking is that it would be unbiased. They all have agendas and they're all scheming, and they want to do a good job, but at the same, they're going to do things that are going to help their program. Someone voted Oklahoma State number one in, a, in a, like, a coach's poll. That happened within in this year, 2019. Like, that person should immediately lose their vote, and may God have mercy on their soul. That's, that's, that's horrible. And, yeah, I mean, Coach, Coach Ayers is right. I don't think they should be doing it. Um, I don't think – I mean, the – College football one isn't that a joke too, Bracky? Yeah, it's they the coaches usually don't even do it. They just tell like the SID what they want or like the one thing that they care about for that poll. Got it. So, so yeah, Ayers said it. I talked to almost half a dozen coaches this week. Coaches, weekend. other coaches chimed in and agreed. Yeah, and they don't they don't want to do it. So, um, 
years ago, um, I, I, on one of these shows maybe, or a tweet or something, I said, it's stupid that college coaches do it. They should let the freaking rankers do it. And by the way, I, I don't rank college, so this isn't about me. Um, this is about getting it right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had said the rankers need to do it. Not a flow thing. You know, you get the guy from flow, you get the guy from intermat, you get the guy from the open mat, and maybe a couple more reliable sources, and you get together and you form a panel and you knock out the seeds. Now, maybe the, maybe that panel has one little thing wrong. The coaches can give feedback and the panel can get back together and say, yep, you're right, let's move this, right? Very transparent, very uh, a process, a dialogue. Now, to which Jason Bryant told me that he tried to get that to he tried to get that to happen. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm going to get that to happen, and that is going to become the national poll, the national poll. It's right. going to be the media poll." Yeah, he actually asked me about this. Intermat said no because it would become the it would become the de facto ranking. The only ranking that mattered. Intermat said no because that's where they get all the traffic. Oh, okay. Well, good for them. Whatever works. Um, it would probably help them. This is how backwards they are. That would it would probably help Intermat. But anyways, okay. Well, that's interesting to know. I don't think the coach should do it either, Willie. Okay. So, uh, another thing about mm. the coaches doing it or not. Um. Just the whole process needs more transparency, and there are things that might might have been screwed up. So, all right, well, you can't just say that. That's no, okay. But, but here's the thing: why is it a nuclear secret that people don't understand how the seating works? Is it a nuclear secret? I think I think isn't the criteria clearly outlined? Isn't that how you're able to do it? Because the NCAA I is- I am I am able to do it after having. Doing two and a half years of work in forty-five different conversations—that does not seem like an efficient way of uh, figuring out how the thing works. I don't think. I, thought I mean, sh- no one knows how the NCAA basketball tournament seating works. Yeah, it's just a committee that goes in a room, and then you see them <laughs> at the end Six of Selection later. Sunday. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I wish they would let me go in the room when they do the seating. That's like one of my few dreams that I have left in this sport is that I can just be in there when they do it. Fly on the wall. I, I want to be there when they say John. Most of your dreams already happened? Most of my dreams have happened, Willie. I'm literally <laughs> sitting here talking wrestling. There's cameras around. I don't know how this happened, honestly. Um, yeah. But no, I want to be there when someone says, John Ernesty, five seed, cool. Like, I want to be there. I, I just need to be there when that happens. When they when they make, I mean, <laughs> there have been some bad ones. Christian when Christian Bowley was made the four seed that one year, maybe a three. I needed to be in the room for that because I I don't know what I would have said or done. Um, anywho, I love seeding. That maybe I don't know. I, you guys like seeding because seeding is rankings, and we know you love rankings. But we love talking seeding up in here. Okay. Um, someone had a. Uh, I think I think it's time we need to get Bracky involved here. Uh-oh. It's time for the Alien Hour. And I think we need an Avril update first. And that may be what starts Alien Hour moving forward until the truth is 100% out there. And then we can transition to, to the rest. So I've been really impressed with everybody's Avril challenges. Even had a couple people talk to me about it at Iowa, Oklahoma State, which was pretty awesome. 
Um, and yesterday, Snapchat, they have like little um, like news, news uh, sources have like almost like little shows on Snapchat and they had one about Avril uh, dying and being replaced. So we're making it big time, folks. Um, but keep it going. We cannot rest. We cannot rest. We cannot rest because the whole world, it just needs to be a fact until it's admitted by Melissa that this is what happened. But today, <laughs> uh, we did not find the Oklahoma octopus, by the way. Spay would not get in the water after he broke his foot. Um, <laughs> well, hold on. You can't just say he broke his foot. You got to say what happened there because this was hilarious. <clears throat> so we got to Stillwater Friday, and we decided we were going to go up to the room after practice was done, play a little spike ball, mess around, uh, get in the steam room, and we're playing our last game of spike ball. Spay is playing. And he was, like, the only one that didn't have wrestling shoes, I think. Mm-hmm. And so he's playing barefoot, and his foot got caught in the mat, and you would have thought he got shot. All the screaming he was doing. I was so He's scared. transferring to Rucker. It he, was a tough scene. It was a tough scene. <laughs> I thought he was really – I was actually literally concerned that we were going to have to go to the hospital. I thought something so horrible happened. Christian bad. thought it was his head at first. He's like, did you hit your head? He's like, no, it's my toe. And then Christian goes, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was genu- – that was like my genuine – I was genuinely relieved. I was like, Dude, okay. that's crazy. So, like, go through it. Every February 2017, Sam Stoll. 2018, Nick Soriano. 2019. No, I'm messing Spend. the years up. Everybody catches their foot in the mat once a year in February in Oklahoma. Whoa, wow. Whoa. Wow, wow, wow. This goes all the way that's to the a top. <sighs> that's a good theory. I didn't uh, consider really. that. Yeah, we didn't find the Oklahoma octopus. Um even though we had the scuba gear and everything necessary, but um, Spay wouldn't wouldn't do it. He could get the flipper. I'm on. gonna I'm gonna um, go out on a limb here and say, let's just check that one off. That's not true. That one's not. There's actually, no octopus. There's it's, not an octopus. You dig your own grave. It's like the yeah. Well, go swimming in the lake, and we'll yeah. see what happens to you. That's the only way you can. Animal, Animal Planet did a lost tapes lakes. episode. On this, do you yeah, think I they would the do? Stage. I actually, you wasted about 15 minutes of my life because you brought up the octo- Oklahoma octopi, and I watched launch tapes on it. I said to Piles yesterday, "Why do they do this?" Uh, seriously, me and me and me and yes. Piles jumped on a Skype call yesterday, and my TV was playing, and I said, "Piles, what is more ridiculous that they continue <laughs> that networks continue to produce Bigfoot shows?" Or that I watch them. Uh, no, no. You should watch all the Bigfoot shows. What are you talking about? Finding Bigfoot is fantastic. It's ridiculous. And you know what's funny? It's like every the trick. I stopped watching these shows. But they literally make you think the way they tease stuff out and keep you on the entire show. I, you literally They're get, good. They make you think you're really going to see Bigfoot this time. Yep. And you never are. No. You're never going to see I anything. Watch it and I, I like I, I scroll through and it's, it'll say finding Bigfoot or like find you know Bigfoot files or something like that, and I'm like, this is gonna be stupid. Click and I watch it, <laughs> and and it's stupid. There's no chance you're gonna see anything that looks like a Bigfoot. Okay, well, well we haven't even got to Kyle's alien. It's hour, good though. that we're talking about Bigfoot because this is is kind of along those lines, um, but this is called the oh. Bat Squatch. Oh yeah, this sounds horrible. Yeah. Bats are terrible. <laughs> so, the worst theory in the 1980s, uh, Mount Saint, 
Helens erupted, okay? Oh, yeah. And when that, in Washington State, and when that erupted, a lot of sulfur dioxide was released, okay? This is science, Willie. Yes. And it's like a huge fart. <laughs> and so I, myself and others believe that that sulfur dioxide caused this bat to turn into a humanoid. Yes, another humanoid. Uh, about nine feet tall. Oh my God. It's got about, it's, it looks exactly like a bat. It just has legs. Ted is a bat head, everything. And uh, in 1994, a man was driving down just a country road and all of a sudden his car just stopped working. And so he gets out and he like pops hood. He's trying to figure out what's going on. And he looks across like the road and there is this bat squatch just staring at him. And they just get in the staring contest for like a few minutes. He's like too afraid to like even move. Mm-hmm. And then it finally just takes off and then his, his car works. It flew away? Yeah, it just flew away. Is that not a little Mothman-esque in terms of the electrical failure? No, yeah, it, it varies, but um, this is not a moth. This is a bat. This is a bat, yeah. which is way scarier. Than a moth, you can just smack. Agreed. This is scarier. Yeah. Dang. Um, now, this isn't the only sighting. Now, there are, there are fewer sightings of uh, the bat squatch than some of the other creatures we've talked about, such as, like, skunk ape and stuff. Um, in 1998, it was uh, one was supposedly hit by a logging truck. Wow. Um, but Amen. it was okay. It got <laughs> it was unharmed. The poor logging yeah. truck. Yeah. A it, nine foot bat? It definitely took more damage than bat squatch. Oh, yeah. Um, and then even as recently in 2009, some hikers in northern Colorado uh, were just walking along a path and one just like flew out of a cave and scared the crap out of them. Was it Troy Nickerson? Sure. No, it was not. <laughs> oh, uh, did I say Colorado? Northern California. Sorry. Oh, okay. Got it. Sorry. Northern, not Troy Nickerson. They do some. Jason Borelli. They do some stuff in northern California that. May have caused them to see a nine foot he- bad human. No body. way, dude. They're they're drug free. These people have never smoked or drank in their yeah, lives. Yeah, especially it, hikers in Northern Cal California do not use drugs. Was it in the state of Jefferson? Oh lord, no, it was not. Was it Robert Whitman? No, it was not. All right, the, the, all these stories <laughs> check out, guys. All right, well, I mean, I, you know, I was the lone skeptic a couple of years ago when we when there was a when there was a Sasquatch sighting in in Round Rock. But I'm in on this one. Yeah. I mean, there's science behind it, the sulfur. Exactly. When there's science behind it, you can't refute it. Yeah, you can't refute it. Like, everyone knows that a natural disaster like that or some kind of, like, chemical disaster causes these kind of things. Yeah, you yeah. should see what read sulfur, one comic book, you'll know that. Yes. If sulfur makes you grow, I'm getting a truckload next week. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know... What, what what I really am, am curious about with all these d- d- disasters, you know, what sort of humanoids were birthed from the Chernobyl situation? Because there's, there's got to be some messed up stuff out there. I've seen theories that Mothman has been seen at Chernobyl. I'm serious. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised to learn that one bit. Okay. Great update. Um, all, all our listeners in the California, um, Washington area, please let us know. Please yeah. send us pictures of any bat squatches you, you come across. Please be safe. Do not, and I'm, I'm sure... You know, safety first here. As a disclaimer, do not approach a bat squatch. You can photograph it, but photograph it, video it. Do not try to harm it. Yes, please leave the bats. I mean, unless unless you're in a logging truck, in which case, just do your. That job. was an accident. That yeah. was an accident. Who was the Who was the guy? Um, the the alligator that said 
wait five days, don't harm yeah, it. Yeah, the skunk ape guy. I can't yeah, remember his ape. name, but um, yeah, he wants you to wait five days before you report the sighting. His name was probably Lyle. Hey, you know what we <laughs> should do once we have once we we've done enough Bracky's Alien Hours is we should make a tournament and get people to vote on who oh would win. Oh, this yep. is fantastic. March Madness humanoid bracket. <laughs> mm. Oh my yes. god, we have to do this. We'll no do matter, humanoid you bracket. Oh we'll yeah, get some conspiracy no, theory brackets. <laughs> wow. I think Batsquatch is out of conference is going to crush his seed. Right. Because yeah. he just stays in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> they always forget about him. When Batsquatch was hit by the truck, what happened to the Batsquatch? It just took off. It, it took off. It didn't kill him. Have you ever yeah. clipped an animal no. or something? You know, hit the back end of a deer, they kind of run off. Anyways. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is pretty good content. All right. That's hey. the part that upsets you the most about that story? Shout out to um, shout out to all the listeners of uh, and the appreciators of Alien Hour. Yanni Diakmahalas tweeted he loves the Alien Hour. We know Kanan Store is a big Kanan listener. Store, yeah. He's definitely woke about the Avril situation. Apparently, one forty one forty one loves Alien Hour. We're saying any other weight classes involved, let us know. Uh, try, we're always curious for your feedback about Alien Hour. But yeah, I think March Madness. I know we're a little busy with like Big Tens and NCAs and all the conferences and. Then, but kind of feels like we should go all in on a March Madness humanoid uh, Brack astrology situation. <laughs> yes. What was uh, the one in Chicago? It was like a version of the Mothman or was, something? That was just Mothman sightings in, in Chicago. Yeah. That was just kind of a little Mothman update. On Kanye. No, he's technically a humanoid, I think. <laughs> all right. So this was a, this was a question from, uh, from a friend, but I can't even wait because um, I think we need to do it. Penn State versus Oklahoma State. <laughs> State whiteboard war because we're not going to see this duel. Mm. It's very sad because it's probably the one duel other than the duel we just saw that I would really, really want to see. Give and me schnup. Th- What'd you say? Nothing. I said, give me schnup. Give me schnup. Are we jumping? Are we jumping right into it? We're, we're jumping in like it's a lake in Oklahoma and we're in search of the octopus. All right. Um, we'll start with the Flair brothers, um, the Road Flares, Nomad and Nomad. Willie. 125 pounds. Who you got? Devin Schnupp or Nick Piccinini? Give me Pitch by Major. Okay. Like all great cornerbacks, Pitch 6. Mm-hmm. I think it's a tech fall. Tech fall as well. Tilt him up a bunch. Tilt him up. Pin him in a tilt. He might pin him in a tilt. Yeah. All right, that's all right a... let's just keep – What? I was gonna say, let's just keep one. We'll have a consensus. It's five zero. No, we let's go no, five. We, keep, we I literally keep track of all of them. He's it's literally a, not that hard. Right. He, he just he's got sheets. He's ready to go. One hundred thirty-three pounds. This is a juicy, juicy nugget here. One hundred thirty-three pounds. Dayton Fix versus Roman Bravo Young. We almost saw this at the Southern Scuffle, but Austin Gomez bombed this man, Roman Bravo Young. I really want to see this match. Hopefully, we get it at the NC2A wrestling tournament. But I've got Dayton Fix WBD. Decision. Kyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have Dayton Fix winner by decision as well. Dayton. And Nomad. What do you have, Nomzy? Oh, I got Dayton by decision. That's a pretty easy one, right? right. This one yeah. may be also easy. Uh, Cade Brock versus Nick Lee. Coming into the year, it would not be easy. But Nick Lee looks outstanding and k brock i just that pace i don't know i think he takes nick lee down for sure once or twice but yeah i don't think he can ride k brock leads in this match at one point and then nick lee wins 
Yes, that's the way this match would go, I believe. Uh, so give me, uh, I'll say decision, but I'm telling you what. I'll tell you what. Nick could do it. Nick could Nick could put up bonus against him, but I will not predict that. I will go decision as well for Nick Lee. Decision for Nick Lee. Decision. Okay, here's another good one. Brady Berge versus Caden G. Feller. Now, G ain't looks super good recently, but Berge, you know, it's not it's not let the world on fire at any point this year. I think actually, Berge, it's the last time he wrestled a match. Berge, uh, the last match they wrestled, he wrestled. Berge's been wrestled? wrestling, Willie. He's wrestled the last couple of duels for him. Noticed. Um, um, well, they haven't really faced anyone of of note. He has he has existed. I didn't really though. pay attention to the Buffalo duel. Yeah, he wrestled um, against their last couple duels. He, well, last two duels, Buffalo and um, Illinois. I here's the thing, Caden. Caden's hurt. Hopefully, he's better. Um, I think he will be better by conference tournament time. Um, I'm taking Caden. Okay. I think he figures out a way. I am too. I, I mean, I guess what I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not taking the I'm not taking the version of Caden that we just saw the last two weeks. I'm taking a normal, healthy Caden and. Every aspect know. of this of this situation is virtual. Therefore, we can make it whoever it is. And uh, I will That's also right. say G by decision. I would take a healthy G by decision over Brady Berge. Yep. And uh, so we have consensus here. We are aligned. Uh, there will be a lot of division on this one. Jason Knoll versus Wyatt Sheets. Give me Sheets. Bye. By decision. Major. He wards off the major. I think he gets a late escape to preserve the major. Major. So I think he pins Wyatt Sheets. I think he pins him too. Will Wyatt Sheets Kyle taunt Br- him? <laughs> Kyle Bradkey. North, uh pinfall. We all Pinsley's got pins all around. No, all right, pinslays all around. All right, here we go. Vincenzo Joseph versus Joseph Smith. Joe versus JoJo. Um, oh boy, I can't do it. I can't say it. Do we? I can't. Do say we the put words. him there? I'm putting we, him there. Do we put Joe? We He's put there. we put Joe at 65, huh? I'm putting him there. Um, all right. It's happening. The, well, the, I mean, I'm taking the heaviest tips versus the heaviest tips. <laughs> There's gonna be quite a collision, <laughs> but I can't say. I can't say Vincenzo <laughs> Joseph's going to lose this match. I can't do it. I think no. he could. Vincenzo. Well, you can't say it. I can't say it. All right. Vincenzo, Vincenzo decision. Vincenzo. Man, this is boring. It is boring. You know what? Cancel, uh, this, you know cancel what? this duel. It's not boring. It's. It'll be interesting when we add up the team scores at the end. Although, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Doot and doo-doo. Uh, Jacoby Smith versus Mark Hall. This is not so painful, but it is a loss for Jacoby Smith. Uh, no, I mean, say, when I mean, here comes the pain. I mean, here comes like a run. You know? Yeah, I know. Um, I'll say mark by decision. Yeah, mark, mark, mark by decision. decision. Don't hold up. Okay. Don't hold up the All three. Around. No man. All around. And the, then the listeners can't see. And then you got Gear Rashid. This is an interesting one because. What do we know about Shakur Rashid? We know that he can beat Hunter Bolin. 
We know this. We've seen it. We saw. We got that. Data we point. know he can beat Jelani Embry. Facts. I've seen it. That's happened. We know he can place at 197 pounds, seventh. What else do we know? He likes lollipops. That's additional information. <laughs> he wants to be an actor. He wants to be an He's actor. A how does that? How does the thespian factor in? I'm not sure. Hey, the, maybe gear. Maybe gear's riding on top, and he plays possum. He playing possum on bot. Plays possum on bottom, then gets a reversal. I'm going. I'm going Rashid by decision. I think it's an interesting matchup because they're both really good scramblers, both good on top. But I think Shakur is probably better at those things. And when you're better at the same things, I like that guy every time. So Shakur by decision. Well, the, the last time we saw, I mean, when we saw Shakur against Embry, um, he looked a little, you know, his seven-minute lungs weren't there. I'm saying that a peaked, a peak Shakur. I'm like, I took a peak Caden. I'm taking a peak Shakur, and I think he's a little bit more athletic than Gear. His feet are a little bit quicker. I'll take, I'll take Rashid. Rashid decision. All right, another tough one. Bunch of decisions all around. Uh, tough decision here. Bo Nickel, Preston Weigel. Um, this is probably bonus. I don't know. It's a long time to wrestle Bo Nickel and not get on your back. And if he gets near fall, I'll, uh, you know, I'll give Preston benefit of the doubt. I'll say decision for Nickel. I will too. A lot of people Although, trying to tell me Bo Nickel's going to pin his way through NCAs. Is that is that believed here on this show? Uh, no. I, I certainly don't not believe it. <laughs> I'll go major. He pinned the number two guy, so yeah, I'm putting I'm putting it in play. Yeah, it's in play. It's just not going to happen. I don't see him pinning Waggle. Yeah, that's a lot of that's Weigel, a lot of young man to pin. Yeah, Waggle kind of slows things down too, right? It's like good defense. I don't mm-hmm. know. He doesn't give up a lot of points. I don't see him getting. But I will go major. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what what I should say. But I won't. I'll take nickel major. Yeah, I I love Preston Waggle. I had him on my fantasy team up until I thought he wasn't going to wrestle anymore this year. But uh, did you Bo, drop him? Yeah. Whoops. Well, I got Brucky, so not okay. really. Uh, anyway, Bo by major. And then the interesting part about this whiteboard war is that both these teams were at the scuffle. Yet I don't think any of these matches happened except this one, which is well, Joe Smith Chenzo couldn't have happened. Well, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah, uh, that's insane. Derek White versus um. What you call him? Anthony Cassar. Caesar. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Chirtow. Um, I'll go. I'll say what happened last time will happen once more because that makes sense to me. Derek White by decision. Yeah, I'm sticking with the result, although I think I think it could be reversed, but the result is the result. I'm going to stick with bulk Just job. Cowboy bulk job. Got it. So what do we got? What do we Wait. got? Pretty simply, I have it 22 to 15 in favor of the Central Pennsylvania Lions. Hmm. Bracky has it 22 to 14 in favor of the Fighting Kale Sandersons. CP has it 21 to 14 in favor of Football the Blue smart. and White. And Willie has it 22 to 13 in favor of his favorite college football team. 
All right. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. That was actually not that juicy. Sorry, fans. <clears throat> no arguments. No one had a different – we didn't have a differing opinion. It's just on bonus points, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. We have friends. <laughs> they have questions. They're my friend and Daniel's and Kyle's. They're not Willie's can we, friend. Can we talk? Well, yeah. I, I was gonna say, can we talk about Kolov? I mean, I, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Semis are about. It's maybe not worth it because semis are about to have. Like most of the people that are gonna listen to this. No, no, no. Semis already. Been no, done, thank so. you. I meant to put that in the doc. Let's talk about not only what happened last night while you were sleeping or watching. Good on you if you were watching. And then what is to come. From Dan Koloff, because as you mentioned, Tuesdays we were signing off. Very juicy lineup for Team USA. Yes. Uh, so last night we had nine athletes compete. We put four in the semis. Again, you'll probably know the results. But uh, Joe Colon, uh Michael Machiavello, Maya Nelson, and Alex Deeringer. Alex Deeringer looked like a – like it was a joke. <laughs> you just smashed he looked like a bat- bat- He bat- scored bat- a point in two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> In his first match, he pushed a guy out in two seconds. Really? I don't. I didn't think that was possible. You just horsed yeah. the guy around. Uh, but yeah, Chimizo Burrows um, four is a possibility. Uh, we could get Gilman against uh, Atley, who he saw at the World Championships. Gilman or Dinibot. They wrestled in the Uregan bronze medal match. Oh, he's there again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Gwiz will be there. Um, James Green wrestled today. Molnero wrestled today. Kyle Snyder, comma Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder, Kyle Snyder. Versus the Leopard. Mm-hmm. Captain America versus a Leopard. Is, is, he there? is he there for sure? Is a Leopard of Jabor there? We don't know this. Yeah, who knows? Oh, I thought, I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. Like, well, I don't know what. And even if he was there, I his heart maybe could explode. I don't know what weights or what day I'm saying. I thought maybe you are saying he weighed in. I'm asking a question. You yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's one of those, he's like entered or registered or whatever, but. Yeah. When's the last time he wrestled? I uh, believe. He uh, no, he did something after the Olympics. I can't remember. But he he did like. No, man, stero- I think he did steroids after the Olympics. If I had to guess. <laughs> also before. No man, what was the situation with him last year at trials? Did they like he was? They were gonna let him miss trials, but then have a special wrestle off, or they didn't let him wrestle. In tr- Something with Goofy was going on with him, right? And Ron frequently makes up their trials process as they go along. It's amazing. I. I I'm so glad we don't do that, but it would be like the juiciest thing ever if if Team USA did their trials like Iran did because it is just drama <laughs> no. central all the time. They do all these special they'll stuff for some yeah. stuff, guys because yeah. they'll do like they'll have like normal um they'll have like normal things that make sense to be qualified. You'd be like, oh, previous world team member, or if you won a medal in the last couple years, or if you won the Takti Cup, which is like their premier domestic thing. Uh, if you went to this tournament one, like if but they you, have a tournament, right, or like a trials too. Well, they have a na- so they have a nationals and then they have a, a trials later. But but what I'm saying is there's like the, all these things that are like theoretically qualifiers to do it, and then they'll go, they'll do a camp or something in February, and somebody won't show up or like will cuss out Kadam and be like, screw you, you're out, and they'll just like make up rules as they go along, and then it'll be like, oh, this guy didn't do anything but he was on the junior team last year so we're gonna let him in and they just like make it up it's incredible well yeah they had didn't they have two guys last year that they just sort of named yeah. two lightweights right yeah nice um, let's do whatever but the but, but the question was, was about the leopard oh yeah, I, yeah I, I, I don't specifically remember what happened with the leopard last year i know that there was, was a lot of talk goofy, right well it was just a lot of talk of him wrestling and he didn't wrestle yeah 
I don't think he ever probably because he didn't go to camp and do like you know training or nationals. So yeah, um, we'll maybe see the leopard. We're big fans of him. We think we think he's pretty hilarious, and he's also really good. Um, and there was a time he was probably the pound for pound number one guy in the country, country world. We'll go planet. We'll go interplanetary on that one. Totus. But so yeah, I I've always wanted to see him versus Snyder. Uh, I don't know how it'll go because what the heck? Who knows what version of Yazdani we'll get? But I'm excited for that. Obviously excited for Burroughs Chimizo. Tweeted yesterday, I think Burroughs will win because he's better. He has been better. They've wrestled three times. He won two of them. The one he lost, he should have won, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, I think he'll get his hand raised again. I'm curious, though, 74, what's the weigh-in situation for this? It's two-day. It's So not all international tournaments require the same process that they have at the World Championships. However, this one does match it. Because it's so, a ranking? Uh, even rankings sometimes don't do it. Um, anyway, but, yeah, so it's you, you weigh in on the day of your competition. You wrestle up to the – including the semifinals – and then weigh in again the next day in repechage and metal matches. And the weight is what? Scratch. Scratch both days. Oh, my word. Poor Jordan. That is that is not going to be fun. At least he's in Bulgaria. Right. They have great uh, food over there. But, yeah, so uh, last night on <laughs> on the men's side, 61, 70, 79, 92. Uh, weighing in soon is 57, 65, 74. So Thomas Gilman, Josh Rodriguez. Uh, BJ Fitzgerald and Henderson, Jordan Oliver's in Bulgaria. So it, it usually would, the issue is is he does about him about him normally wrestling. Normally a TSA problem, right? Normally the, the issue about him wrestling is did he like he didn't come to Dave Schultz, right? There's a but pre-check he's, situation. He's in he Bulgaria, so I, I'm I'm thinking we're fixing to see Jordan Oliver, and then um, <sighs> Burroughs at 74, and then we got a whole slew of women. Does we have the, like basically. Two thirds of our national. Does team the there. Ithaca Airport have TSA clear? I don't know, but he somehow made it over there. So all right, well he made it. We need to get him pre-checked. <laughs> yeah, it's sixty bucks, Jordan. We'll we'll hook it up. Yeah. Um. Okay. So th- very excited for Koloff. It starts at what time? Two a.m. Uh, two a.m. Central, mm-hmm. three a.m. Eastern. That's when you wake up normally, right? Mm-hmm. I was. I uh, took a took a nice little nap. Woke up at one thirty. Was ready to go. Was manning the flow counts. Good job, by the over, way. Thank you. Your gift gift game on point. I will, yeah, I will. I will try to do a better job clip wise. Bracky's been trying to sh- help me with some things, but for whatever reason, my computer won't download the software that he has. That's why he's able to do the. Let's nice, troubleshoot nice it right now, Bracky. It's probably. It's uh, no, definitely it's because he has too many issue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your crystallator up to two point oh? It is still at one point eight. One point eight. Okay, that's yeah. probably the issue. See, you're never yeah. gonna get the four eighty. <laughs> All right, let's get the cues from F's. Sam Herring dropping, I mean, listen, we already have proclaimed Sam Herring's going to go on to do big things. Um, but, man, this question is very deep, and I honestly am not sure how I'm going to answer it. This is beyond wrestling. Sam Herring asking, he's the official middle school wrestler of Flow Wrestling in this program, and he's a better commentator than basically all of us. Would you, really would you rather be the best version of yourself and reach your full potential but – coming just short of your ultimate goal or achieve your goals, but never reaching your full potential. So I will say, I will say this. Mm. I would rather achieve my goal, not reach my full potential because would I know 
that I didn't reach my full potential. I feel like I would live my life with all these questions. Like, how, because how do you know when you've reached your full potential, right? So that that that's my question, and I, I'm not saying that like Sam did anything wrong with this question. It's just like if you theoretically achieved your goals, would that not also mean that you had actualized your full potential? Now, I guess theoretically, not that necessarily, doesn't, right? Yeah, it doesn't. But like, if if your potential is somewhat based upon what you believe it is then your goals are kind of a reflection of your potential in some way, right? Mm. I'm going to need Kyle on this one. Uh, I would rather achieve my goals. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the thing with that is, um, what is legacy? Is legacy. Because if you don't achieve your goals or you didn't achieve whatever goal, then people are not going to remember you as, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the... I'm with the achieve your goal thing. Um, number but one. What if – here, I want to throw in this caveat. What if you have to Wait, live – sorry, go ahead, Willie. Then I'll throw in a caveat. My bad. The thing is, I think for – you know, now now some people will be like, yeah, I put everything into it and I won NCAAs. And I'm – you know, I put in the work, the results paid off. I achieved my thing. I, I I was at my highest level. There are people like that for sure, but I am sure that there is a large population of wrestlers, including maybe the world's best, Sedgelayev and Snyder and Burroughs and John Smith and everybody, that will say, even though they won Olympic gold, that will say, I could have got a little, I could have did a little more. Kyle Snyder will say he could have beat Sanjaliyev at that one time. Jordan Burroughs will say. So I guess what I'm saying is a lot of wrestlers, no matter how much they win, no matter how many goals they achieve, they always think they could have done a little bit better. Yeah. The one thing I was going to throw in there, like maybe, maybe the idea is like you're just consciously aware that you didn't get as much out of yourself as you could have. Even though you reach your goal, like it's it, it's in your mind and you – consciously know I did not get I did not maximize my potential and then where the on the other hand you would consciously know I did absolutely everything I could to reach my goals and I fell up short but there's nothing else I could have done and there's maybe there's more satisfaction in that but I'm just gonna take that that chip let me get that hardware real quick and well then I'll deal with the consciousness all that's left in 50 years is brackets life is about two things trophies and snacks (laughs) Give me the trophy. That's a Caleb Piles uh, reference. Okay. That was a great question, Sam. Thanks, Sam. thank you for making us be introspective at 8.57 on a Thursday morning. 8.57. This kid's got more depth than all of us. All right. We're we're talking about bat squatches. Sam Herring is having (laughs) freaking (laughs) existential conversations. Yeah, existential conversations. Meanwhile... We're on humanoid chats for Maybe over some, some chicken wings with his brother. Yeah, yeah. All right, next question needs to be chicken-oriented. Um, okay. Which wrestlers – I like this question from Sean Mail at MailSean, M-A-E-L. <laughs> Which wrestlers currently ranked in the top four in the country at any weight do you see as unlikely to AA? So which are the guys least likely to place that are ranked in the top four? Do this, I would pull up the rankings, and we can start reading them. Pull up the rankings. Uh, pull up the rankings. 125, it is Rivera, Pitch, Lee, Bresser. Why don't we do this? 
the person in the top four that is for each weight that we see least likely to place. Least one, likely to place. 125, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little worried about Spencer. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, the thing is, he's going to make the semis. There's no way he doesn't make the semis. I'll say Ronnie Bresser. I'm just worried about him. I got to say Bresser, too. Yeah. I, I would be hard pressed to say anyone other than Bresser. Here's the. Like we're talking about most likely, thing, so if it's like about 3%. That top yeah. four, about that top four, and I've been thinking this for a while. With with those four, you have to say Bresser, but I've been thinking for a while, Bresser could screw this whole thing. Bresser can make the finals. Sure. Yeah. Sure. He was, dude, he, um, he was there to beat Rivera at Vegas. That was a great match. We should refeature that one. It was awesome. He did beat him last year. <laughs> he did beat him last year. Okay, so that's 25. We're saying Bresser. And also that's the thing is, the, the question is who is yeah. most likely. So if Bresser is like a 5% chance not to place, then he's still like the most likely of them. But we still think he's going to place. I don't think any of them are 5%. I mean, but a, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 33, Stefan, Dayton, DeSanto, Soriano. I'll say DeSanto is least likely of those four. Just because I saw I, you know, I saw it. Saw it not happen a year ago. And, you know, he's better. He's better this year. There's no doubt about it. But I'd, I, I can't, I'm not going to say Stefan. I'm not going to say Dayton. I'm not going to say Soriano. When's the last yeah, time Soriano was on the backside of a tournament? Um, well, technically, every Big Ten's, but um, fair. But none other than that that I can think of. Bracky, can you think of a time Seriano's on the backside of a tournament in the last six years? Nope. Yeah. No. Uh, hasn't happened other than large tens. Okay. Yeah, I guess DeSanto then. It's DeSanto. I mean, you got to go DeSanto. I feel like this is, I don't know. It's a good question, but it's. It's going to get good. Just be quiet. It's good. You're going to like right. it. You're going to love it. Yanni, Nick Lee, McKenna, Ironman. I think it's Ironman. I think it's a little boring that it's the number four guy maybe frequently, but I just – Jaden's just got an interesting style. And, I, you know, this one's uh, a little more tough. but He's most likely to get caught, as the kids say. Get caught. He doesn't have reliable leg attacks. Um He's certainly likely to place, but I don't know. That's my vote. Agreed. William. Yeah, Ironman. I, f- I just – I don't know. I feel like – you know me. I don't really care about much how people think. I just think it's a – I don't know. It's disrespectful a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to pick Jaden Ironman to not place. Buddy, no, you didn't. You didn't. All, All right. he said is he's – All right. Don't, what are you worried about? Oh, now you're worried about hurting feelings? Let me no, give you Twitter I know. access. I just, I, I think <laughs> See, this, like, is more, uh, this is the best part. Morning Willie is so interesting. Evening Willie, completely different dude. He doesn't care. He'll he'll call. He'll cuss out anybody. But but in the morning, I don't. I would hate to say that Jaden Ironman of the top four is the least likely. You know, I did, I want to preserve as a in the evening time. Who knows what he'd say about Jaden Ironman? You call him a bum in in, in eight hours. I I go off on FRL as well. I just this one I don't feel comfortable saying All right, that. You know Jayden what? Iron this is my fault anyways. You're not even supposed to participate. Yeah, I'll participate, you bum. 
I need one forty nine. The, the one thing this show needs is my ability to just hit a button and mute him. That would be no. That would be amazing. But I think it needs a it needs like a, an explosion that comes like the like the mushroom cloud that comes with it. So mute, like when we'll he called a mute explosion. Right. So when he hits the button, will he, like you see the screen just go. Brad in the back in the control room. I want you to use the special effect that we have and tell us is there a thing called a mute explosion button that we can get? Yes. Yes. There's a mute explosion button Another according map, to Brad. Brad. We have crazy technologies that have speaker systems. He's in a different room. He just said that. Brad, We've been waiting Brad, to use that for a while. Brad, wrong answer. Meet me in the alley. Oh, wow. Brad would tear you up, dude. Yeah, Brad's a good hey, shit, dude. man. Hey. Hey. Next, one, next one's easy, though, right? Next one's easy. Uh, Schnalty, Mickey, Kolodzik finds over. Uh, Micah scares me. The guy can't get away. There's, there's, True if that. you're good on top, if he is so matchup dependent, if he is a guy that's good on top and he can't get to his to his attacks, Micah's placing. All right, he is not placed yeah, before. Yeah, he just he tears his freshman year. His freshman year, he wasn't allowed to eat in March. Right, that so hurt. That, that hurt him. Well, he also they also made him take the wrong choice. Did they? They put him underneath. Yeah, let's let's take down against Randy Cruz. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All well, right. Well, they might do it again. It's the same coaching staff. Kalodzic's the most likely to lose to an unranked guy. That's a good point. This is interesting. I mean, like factually speaking, let's look at the the last couple years. And then he took third last year. Yeah, yeah. He had a weird he had a weird thing where I'm pretty sure his record was exactly the same. Like kind of accomplishments are exactly the same. But the one year he was an 11 seed in place three, and the other year he was like a four seed to place seven. Mm. So. Uh, I don't know. But you know, it, uh, there's a thing going on. I need on. to say Mitch Feinsilver's name right now though. Mitch Feinsilver is the least likely yes. to place of the top four. I think I think sometimes we should yeah, look exactly. into a discussion or, or look into the data of guys that wrestled the full calendar year. Because that year that Kolodzik two years ago, he didn't stop. Uh, he made a U23 team. He wrestled all summer. Um, oh, the Gabe Dean. Zahid the same way. I, I, now, I'm not ready to say, listen, the guys that wrestle the full complement of, of freestyle tournaments and make a world team then come back to the NCAAs, Nick Renan. Um, I'm not ready to say those guys struggled during the NCAA year because, you know, they've been going so hard. But... I think there's something there, and we should look at it. Yeah. 157s. Nolf, Berger, Deacon, Hydley. Now, this is tough. Um, the answer is one spot too low. Yeah, I know. Pantelio. That's the point. That's what makes this particularly difficult. Part of me thinks, I don't know. I think, all right, here's what I operate out of always, best version. I don't know. Even though Berger beat Deacon and Hydley, for whatever reason – I, I want to say him, even though it's probably really stupid. <clears throat> he lost to Perriott. Then you could say, oh, yeah, well, Hayden Hiley lost to Larry Early. Fair point. I don't know what to say. I find Hayden, Hayden Hiley. There's, there's another one that went all year. Mm-hmm. Good 12 point. 12 months a year. We'll get no um, on this. Post-NCA um, one. I kind of want to say Berger because he wrestles. Look at his ledger. It's like 3-1 overtime, 3-2. 
That's what I was just getting ready to say. 2-1 over Don Manorino. 3-1 over Steve Blythe. 3-1 over Caleb Young. It's number two Tyler Berger. Yep. I, I want to say Berger, but it's, part of me wants to say Deacon, too. I don't know. Deacon's got so many, so many holds, so many ways to score. I don't know. It's just that's just me. I could be wrong. You know. It, for me, it's all like for me. If you're talking about like least likely to place among the guys who are doing awesome, it is the level you're of consistency, and the level of consistency for Berger is probably the the most questionable relative to the top four field here. I suppose. I mean, dude took third he, last year, but he beat the guys right behind him. And I understand that. Yeah, I know. It's a tough one. All right, number uh, – But, yeah, at NCAAs, he has performed quite well. So 65. This is interesting. Josh Shields is sneakily having an outstanding year. Chinzo, Marinelli, Wick, Shields is your top four. And I'm still going to say Shields, but the guy beat Marsteller and Massa this mm-hmm. year. He beat Steyert. His, his only losses are Marinelli and Chenzo, I believe, where, you know, this guy needed – a minor miracle to beat John Van Brill in the round of 12 last year. Like one of the all-time meltdowns of meltdowns. Chernobyl situation. Um, I'm still going to say him. I'm still going to say him, even though he's having an absolutely fantastic year. I still think it's him. 65 is pretty deep, huh? I mean, first of all, if he's, he's pretty set as the four, right? Um, certainly behind one and two. Maybe he gets the three. I mean, that's going to be huge. You do not want to be the four. Although the, the three stinks, too, because you're going to have number six at NCAAs. This weight really stinks. <laughs> it's a hard weight. It's a hard weight. This one is the most oh. likely to have someone of the top four just because of the construction of the weight. Because look at this. Look at, yes. these, look at these quarters You're of yep. getting guys in the round of 12. Marinelli is going to have someone like Logan Massa, who's run, number seven. Wick, Isaiah White. Shields, Marsteller. Those are quarterfinals. You lose that, yeah. you're in the round of twelve. Mm-hmm. This weight, this weight's gonna have, uh, <clears throat> is gonna have one for sure. Um, at least these guys are gonna be wrestling in the round of twelve. Some of them. I'll say, I'll say Shields. Even though there's not really much this year to say that it's like he's been great. He's answered the test, but I just think skill set. He's probably the guy. I'll say Shields as well. Speak Although... on it, boys. I could even I could even see Wick. I can too. I can't see I can't see Bull or Chenzo, obviously. The the thing with so Bull had the going six and six to finish out last year thing. But again, the level of consistency this year has been freaking phenomenal. Yeah, the point he being he ma- the point being he makes the semis in all these tournaments. Right. Right. And yeah, he did the double triple dip. Um but yeah, he's been awesome. Two undefeated regular seasons. That's that Dude is, hasn't lost a match in two first two years of regular seasons. And then I tweeted it, and then I got people going. All that counts is March. Oh, oh, classic, classic, Th- dude. Thanks, guys. Um, John Smith trying to prove that this year with Preston Weigel and Joe and Smith. Joe Smith wrestling sixty-five. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, this is tough. Mark Hall, Daniel Lewis, Sahid Valencia, Miles Amin. Oof. Oof. This one, this is one where it's really tough to say one of these guys doesn't place. But then you look at, man, I'll say who has had the weirdest losses in their career? Probably Amin, right? 
mean, he's had the weirdest. Mean lost to Lydie last year. That was weird. That was about it for as far as weirdness goes. He's and he, I'll say a mean, but I don't know, man. He ain't none of those dudes not placing. Right. All right. You know what? We can you can abstain from this one if you're scared, Willie. All right, we lost him. Oh, I think we really lost him. Sweet. All right, Willie's gone. Mute explosion. Mute explosion. Actually, her, I'm her, here. You bum. Well, you weren't for a moment. All right, y'all want to say one for seventy-four? Nobody's. They're all placing. Start speaking, boys. Mm, I guess I'll say a mean. I don't believe it. All right, shots fired at Miles and Mean from Kyle Bracky. You heard it here, Miles. Daniel Nomad. You got to say one. I mean. I don't know. All right, I'll say Mark Hall. Just kidding. I mean, 84. This is dealer's choice here, boys. Now we're talking. Miles Martin, Zach Zavatsky, Taylor Venz. All of the above, except Miles. Uh, they're all. Renan lost to Bonacorsi. I'll say Renan just because I don't. Health. Venz lost to Wilkie. Uh, Zavatsky just didn't go to the scuffle because he didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> lost to Foster twice. Um. Yeah, I'll say I'll say Renan because health questions. It has nothing to do with um his, his father. father. Yeah, I would never I'm, uh, I'm I feel sorry Renan. enough for Nick that he's been he had to be raised by John Renan. Um I'm saying Renan because of his father. I'm going opposite. <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably say something stupid to him before he's gonna wrestle and it'll mess yeah. Nick up. Even though Nick I think I mean, he's probably pretty used to ignoring him. It could be uh, here's a double dip. How about this for a storyboard? Right before, because I, John Renan, I'm like, hey, you going to ACCs? Hey, you going to this tournament where Nick's going to be? Hey, you going? Are you going to be there this weekend to watch no. Nick? He's like, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, going up to this volcano and hiking around the thing and looking for mountain goats. So he better watch out this. for Basquatch. Yeah, Nick, Nick is going to NCAA's. Nick Renan's going to NCAA's that Wednesday. John falls off the Grand Canyon, dies. <laughs> Nick Greenan, Nick is distraught, has a terrible NCAAs. Wow, that is dark. <laughs> I would like to think he would be inspired, but you're right. It could. Did John himself tell you that story? Yeah, John's pretty dark. He may have. Yeah, it John, pro- John is dark. John yeah. has emailed me, I'm going to say, between, between – 50 and, and and 80 ways that he would kill me. <laughs> He's not kidding. They have a very interesting relationship. John Reed and we, we kid because uh, we actually know him pretty well. But, yeah. He's a dark figure. Did we all take – who did everyone take? ZZ. You took ZZ? Yeah. Mm, I kind of like that too. Yeah. I love all of them. All my options love- but Miles. I'm going to take yeah. ZZ as well. Yeah. I'm not. We seen it. We've seen Ben's lost to Wilkie. I see. I Vin, see Nick Renan go zero and two. Ben's wrestles weird sometimes. I we saw Vince go uh, head pinch with the in a tie match. Uh, that that was win. like that was Gilman Nico, Big Ten semis or was it a final? Doesn't matter. Do y'all remember that final? Final. That was crazy. All right, one ninety-seven. Could have lied there. <laughs> one ninety-seven. Nickel Moore oh, Brucky Weigel. Oh boy, this is one I'm not feeling too bad if if, it, if I get three or four because Brucky got honest. Weigel's wrestled five matches. I'll say 
I'll say Weigel. Just because his style is like he has to win a pretty certain way. I feel like Brucky can win a couple different ways. But I don't feel great about either of them. I'll say Weigel too, although I feel the same feels. I don't know. And I wouldn't say that Colin – to me, I don't know if Colin Moore is a lock. No Kyle Connell in this in this bracket. That has to factor in. Dude, Moore's going to place. Are you kidding me? Look at this weight. No, I think he will. I'm just saying I don't think he's a lock. I know. Preston has been accused of larceny. Not looking engaged in matches. <laughs> I'm like, where is he going with this? <laughs> right? What if he just, like, broke some legal situation with Preston Washington? <laughs> Well, guys, the answer is Preston because he's been accused. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? Preston has been, you know, people have said he kind of looks, can look disinterested. You're just saying this because on your fantasy team. Yeah, dude. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, we get it. No, no because what? Weigel dude. was also – I drafted both of these guys. Yeah, well, he's not anymore. And I drafted so, Weigel first you because – You know, you don't have Weigel anymore, so stop. You don't have Weigel anymore. Yeah. You just – you're hoping Brucky. You went full willy, just dropping. He, even though yeah. he just got – You know what? Even though Brucky. he just got honest. Ooh, he's going Brucky. He just got Honus. Preston. Ew, you're going to say it definitively after your boy just got Honus? He wrestled five matches. He just got Honus. Okay. Honus is going to place. <laughs> oh, man. Ben Brucky Honus went Green full Ellis. BGs on that one. Ben Honus, Green Ellis. All right. Um, that is a tough one between those two, just to be honest. Oh, this is an easy one. Gable, White, Kassar, Desi. Desi. Sh- Desi. Shout it. Shout it from the mountaintop <coughs> in search of Basquatch. One, two, three. Desi. 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 Hey, can we? That did not come off good. Conan Jennings' hit list is Conan... kind of absurd. He, both hit lists. The people who have hit him and who he's hit, that needs to be an article. It may be a flow film. The the legend of <laughs> Conan Jennings. This, this asking, fella. It starts with Drew Periano mic'd up telling him he has big arms. <laughs> It goes back to Periano. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe... Jeez. I can't believe Periano coached Conan Jennings. It was Feel- like his true freshman year he was there. Back when he was and not... And Periano said, hey, Jennings, you have I mean, arms? He was, like, he was like trying to show technique on him. And like he's like, man, you got some long arms. He's like, we just got to put some muscles on him or something. It was yeah. funny. Uh, I mean, Conan Jennings last year got... Pinned by Gage Hutchison in 27 seconds mm-hmm. and lost to the deuce. Yeah, he got arm spun. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Because, because it's absurd. Conan re- Jennings is... Uh, he is the, the yeah. most... He has to be the hardest person to rank Ever. in the entire country. Yeah, it's true. And you get what you get, Conan, but on both sides. Now, here's a tough one. Top four. We're going all the rankings. Pound for pound, most least likely to place. Ooh. Nolf, Nickel, Hall, or Chenzo? Ah. <laughs> uh. It's, uh, I'll say, I'll say Chenzo. It's way too Nick, Nick has Jennings on his fantasy team, by the way. Of course he does. <laughs> Selfish Nick. Selfish Nick has Selfish Nick. Nick. Yeah, okay. I'm saying Chenzo is the least likely pound for pound guy to place. You want to go big board? Put those guys? No. Most least likely to Come place. Come on, go. Deuce, it's a joke. Chenzo. It's Chenzo. I don't know. It's They're all going to freaking win. <laughs> all right. Shots fired at Chenzo. Willie, sh- shoot a fire. I don't know what the question is because I was looking up Conan Jennings stats. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing 
we're doing pound for pound's least top four least likely to place. We're doing all oh, pound top for four. pound. Yeah, it's Nolf, Nickel, Chinzo, Hall. Nolf. <laughs> this, this is stupid. <laughs> it seems very stupid because, like, like I, Nomad said, they're all gonna win. I'm, yeah, I'm going Nickel. I'm changing it. But no, Chinzo is definitely the least likely. It's likelihood, guys. Bunch of babies. Okay. Next ones. Uh, that was a good question. See, that, wasn't that a great question, Willie? That was a great question. All right. Well, you were poo-pooing it halfway through, but then you learned to love it. All right. Other questions here. Um, what are the odds that Flow adds a forum slash classified section? I don't know what classifieds would mean. Does that mean like Craigslist? But Job openings? <laughs> Check out flowsports.tv for those. Waffle, Waffle House is hiring a line <laughs> cook. You find that on Flow. I don't know what classified. We have a hey, new a sofa de- for sale. I got a desk chair I'm not using anymore. <laughs> so I don't, Patrick Fitz, I'm not sure about the classified section, but I can safely say that forums have been discussed. I think they're going to bring back comments. I hope not. I kind of hope not, too. Well, what are you talking about? Okay, here's, a funny, here's an interesting thing about the comment section. Everyone thinks... That we got rid of comments like as some like we were tired of hearing from people. Or something. <clears throat> it was totally like an engineering like the infrastructure change of like how the site was built. No one like asked for comments to go away. It's just like all right, we we switched over platforms and they're like we can't do com Hal's comments anymore right now. There was one guy on the mat.com that on two different occasions started a thread about it, and on several other occasions interrupted threads. And said that we did away with comments because we do not like negative feedback. And uh, he, he had this whole big conspiracy theory. He's like, I called them. They said, they said we're going to bring them back sometime. And they haven't yet. And they're liars. They don't like to hear criticism. Yeah. It's, I love comments. Yeah. I want them I back. I, we have a, like a standing like meeting with the product team. And like pretty frequently we'll be like, can we get comments back? That would be awesome. We would like comments back. But they're like, well, maybe. And remember, we have You're like 25. Gonna. We have like 25. Like, no, they talked about it very recently, Willie. No, I'm saying they're never going to. Yeah, they're going to bring back comments. I'm confident. I they're never have zero back. confidence that they would do message boards. Oh, I don't know. Premium message boards. If you yeah. put it behind the paywall, they might. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I've been begging for message boards to no avail since before I even worked there. Well, things are changing. I, I actually like uh, the you if you ha- only if you have a pro account can you comment. No, that's what be- it's going to be, I think. Because then we can because then people who people there are a lot of people on Instagram who aren't customers. He's yelling right. They're now. just followers. They just yell. follow our Instagram and they're they're jerk offs, okay? Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. sorry that off. sorry that we might have blocked a few a hole 14-year-olds. Who yeah, don't man. subscribe Prove to the man, thing? Man. So if you if yeah. you subscribe That's to Flow and you want to comment and you want to leave criticism and you want to you want to say negative things or say positive things, great, because then you're actually contributing. If you're a jagoff on Instagram, <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. he just eternal yeah. damnation. Okay. Yes. You got no. Well, I mean, to his point, to his point, <laughs> Joe Kenya, he puts out on the Instagram, who's most. Predict the top three at Big Ten. Dayton Fix is in 80% oh of my. the Instagram predictions. On Twitter, too. If you want to see how just out of touch wrestling fans are, just whenever we post who's going to win Big Tens, 
who will be seated what a Big Tens, whatever. Dane Fix is in like every single one. I got Yanni. Yeah. <laughs> Some, someone Ten- said Sebastian Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting well, it. Hey, now he wrestled one match. You know, you can't rule it out. That's a good point. Oh, so, apologize, Kyle. Your Instagram <laughs> is, it's a horrible, horrible place. And there's more people <clears throat> joining that page. Every, every time I look, we have another thousand followers. It's out of control. They're not the right people either. You're th- none of them. I bet there's 14 people from Instagram that 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 are watching this show. They need yeah. to get they need to get on there. We need to figure out a way to live stream <laughs> this show to Instagram so that they can learn something. Get educated. Yeah. Get educated. Yeah. They don't even know conferences. Th- that's the other thing too. FRL's free. It's free. I, I get whatever you, you can't afford. You don't want to pay whatever. That's fine. We should lock but, it up. But man, a lot of those ingrates. Or not? They're not customers. <laughs> at least, they, at least they're now just ingrates. <laughs> no man told them to go to hell. Go to hell. Go directly to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. And it's not even about like criticism of like any of us. It's just like look, they're just dumb. They're just idiots. Yeah. They're not intelligent people. We should post this with on no, Instagram with no, not even not intelligent people, but like no desire to be intelligent. Like they mm-hmm. want to be. They want to be disruptive jerk-offs. Mm. And that is a really sad way to live life. It's sad. Will- <laughs> it's so sad. Dude, I've never been prouder of you, Nomad. I love raging Nomad. Yeah. I love that we just like routinely insult potential customers, but it needs said. Those aren't potential customers! No, they're not. They don't even have credit cards. The people they don't who, have jobs. The people who are willfully ignorant... Do not want to be customers. You know what? You're right. I, Plenty of people ask legitimate questions on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we try to educate them. And plenty of people yeah. are combative but are at least intelligent. Yes. And, like, have thought-out viewpoints. Okay. Sorry. At – here's something Nomad would say, at Nomad underscore say. Why didn't you take the opportunity to criticize the two-point takedown when discussing the three-to-one ratio between? It was actually three-to-zero ratio between Yanni and McKenna. I don't know because we bring it up all the time. Do we have to say it every time? Um, ben Askren whines mainly. It's his fight week. I don't want to distract him. He's like, "Why do you always complain about this? Quit whining." So you know what? I'm not gonna whine this one time. Just for Askren, I want him focused on Lawler, not mad at us online. So that's why at Nomad underscore say. But yes, of course, they need to change it, and it's stupid, and whatever. But don't go to hell, any of you. Uh, I'll see you in hell. 925, <laughs> um, I'm looking for, uh, you know, let's go round table. You guys have anything before we go? No, uh, Koloff, semis getting ready to start. Okay, this is working out perfectly. They just had uh, some dancers out there. For the opening ceremonies, but yeah, the mats the mats have now been cleared. Big mistake, us not being able to cut to um, you know Kolov some semis and opening ceremonies at any point in time on FRL. So that's an, we need Musplosion and we need uh, Kolov dancers next time. Is there any? Is there a? Is there a mascot involved? No, yeah. no mascot. It just looked like a bunch of dancers. I could see a giant ferret or something. One of these. One of these. <laughs> The ages old the Bulgarian, Bulgarian ferret. ferret. <laughs> Bulgarian ferret. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, there's a Twitter account, and I forget what it's called. I, it's at like, Bulgarian it, ferret. It, yeah, at Bulgarian ferret. No, it's like mascots. Oh, it's uh, mascots minute silence. <laughs> Dang on it. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. 
it's like these it's like the most ridiculous soccer mascots you've ever seen in your life when they're doing the national anthems or like moments of silence <laughs> please look it up it's not hard to find mascots minute silence there's only like 20 hey, posts you can go through it in 40 it. seconds it's great <laughs> tweet that link just retweet it yeah anyway it's really funny that's hilarious okay willie what you got nothing we'll hit it next episode oh next, next episode that's a classic tease all right brad in the control room command center you want me to tease it yeah tease it what's the difference between spencer and zaheed this year oh we'll talk yeah. about it next episode it would have really sucked to talk about that on this episode um yeah, why didn't we talk about that in yeah, this episode? Yeah, great. We went 48 minutes on uh, whatever, the octopus and hey, that squatch. Piss off. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. You're right, Bracky. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, for those of you watching live, allocations come out today. That's a, that's actually important. It's actually important. We're glad we're getting to that. And we should... No, we won't have Big Ten precedes by next show. Sorry. Well, we'll just make them up. We'll yeah. just say they. We released. did make them up. I did do. That. <laughs> we'll remake them we'll up. Have yeah. We will have postseed predictions though. Postseed predictions are coming. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Quick reminder. Ben Askren the Funk tomorrow live only at noon and live only at seven. It's the only way you can watch. Central. Those are, those are a little Central Time. You can always assume the Central with us because we are Central Time. We make you conform to our time zone. Um, it will go up on demand on Saturday if you are foolish enough to want to wait. Fine, you can do that. Ben Askren, The Funk, Flow Film, coming soon. We will be back next Tuesday. I think everyone will be here, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, I don't. What are we going to do? Yeah, we, Thursday might be an issue. Leaving on a jet plane. We may need to, we need to do this Wednesday. Emergency Wednesday, FRL. Emergency, emergency Wednesday, because Thursday, I'm at Hershey, so I can't. All right, we're we, going to have to do emergency. We, we leave Thursday for Minneapolis, but I don't know what time. Naptown. Yep, we're going to we're right. gonna have to figure it out. We'll consult the Bulgarian ferret. Tuesday, Wednesday, this. we'll get the ferret on me, the horn. Me and Nomad. Next Wednesday, Nomad. PA preview, bro. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. FRL. I'm going to be in the studio all day. Yeah. Big studio day. Thanks a lot, guys. See you Tuesday.